Good evening everyone, it's Jonathan Mostowski from Agile Acquisitions and on tonight's episode we're going to talk about Agile program management and some of the characteristics that make it so unique. Good evening Agile Acquisition enthusiasts and welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Friday night and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. So cheers. Okay, so on tonight's episode, we're breaking down six factors that make Agile program management unique and what's important to know about it so you can effectively deploy an Agile program in your agency or your company. Number one, you're going to want to organize your Agile program with a product vision, a backlog, and user stories. The vision sets the overall destination of the project. Where is it that you're trying to get to? And it's the point in which you always check back with as you're making strategic decisions that fluctuate. This is where we address the concern about agile programs sort of taking on any need that a user puts forward. As long as it ties back to the vision, you know you're always going to stay on course. The backlog is a collection of all of the functionality or requirements that end users have provided to you or stakeholders have provided to the program that will be prioritized into must-haves, could-haves, and should-haves and then again further prioritized into when it should be delivered. Is it going to be delivered in the next iteration or some further iteration or even potentially a further release? And then finally the user stories are where you take the backlog after you've groomed it and you put it into a user statement. So as a user I require the capability to do X. And these user stories are then the metric that you're going to measure against when you look at the definition of done. Number two, you're going to want to focus on having sprints. A sprint is where we talk about the iterations. This is where the work is broken up into real, visible, identifiable start and stop points that are usually time boxed and very clear to all stakeholders, you know, if it's one week or it could be as much as four weeks, when the work will begin, when it will end, and when will you evaluate if what the user story was expecting was actually met. Number three, the scrum. So the scrum is actually a term that's taken from rugby quite literally and eventually became agile development. But a scrum talks about sort of that coming together. Think of it as your IPT or your integrated uh, program team. This is where you're bringing in the experts from across the program to work together and to get the, essentially the ball across the line. You need all of those capabilities to move the ball forward. Number four, sprint planning. So we talked about the user stories being derived from the backlog, but then you have to talk about the sprint planning. And the sprint planning takes into consideration what is the capacity of the team. So if you just say hypothetically that the team has a capacity of 100 user stories in a two-week period of performance or that two-week sprint, then you have to then take those user stories and apply some sort of measurement against them to determine how many user stories can fit within an individual sprint. There's all sorts of methods for doing this. You can use t-shirt size, like small, medium, and large. You can use points. I've also seen where uh, people will use animals, like big animals and small animals and medium-sized animals. All of it is basically a game where you, you best, they can play like poker where you essentially trade out user stories or functionality within user stories to fit within the overall expected capacity of the team. Now remember, velocity, which is the actual output, is a measurement against capacity, but capacity is never actually a guarantee. Number five, sprint review. So after the sprint's been completed, you want to go back through and look at what the different aspects of the sprint that were done. The definition of done can have all sorts of different features, but basically it is 
Did it meet the user story's expect expectations? It can look at code coverage. It can look at security. Uh, all of these different aspects, which should be fixed in general, but relative to the individual sprint, how it's applied. Number six, this is the last one, and this is different than sprint review, where you're actually looking at the outputs of the sprint. A sprint retrospective is where you actually go back and you look at the IPT and the process, and you try to assess what worked and what didn't work. What were the successes? What were the failures? How could you improve the overall sprint process? Again, looking at the capacity and velocity, uh, or if you're looking at metric charts like a burn down uh, or burn up chart, you want to see that the trend is moving in a positive direction. And the way you do that is by doing your sprint retrospectives so you can learn from each sprint. And ultimately, while in the beginning it might start a little slow, over time the team should be, uh, begin to pick up momentum and increase their velocity towards their overall capacity. So there you have it, six factors that can make an Agile project unique and, and successful. I hope this was helpful for you. Uh, if you have any questions, submit them in the comments below. As always, remember, subscribe and keep innovating. And until next time, cheers. How are Agile program management... Number one, how are Agile... Okay, number one, Agile project manage... Number one, Agile program manager... <laughs> uh, number one, agile programs, <laughs> and then a backlog, which break, which character. <sighs> oh my god! <laughs> number one, agile. <laughs>